Welcome to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Fifth Trooper Podcast. My name is Jay Shalansky and my co-host is Evan Boulders. Hey, how's it going? We are very lucky. We're back in the studio. Uh, New York is in phase, as Evan said, one and a half earlier. Uh, we're So we can be together again. We are under 10 people in a gathering. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i no Joe Rogan, so I can't like test him Jeez. on his way in. I wish I can't, could. but uh, Yeah, <laughs> even if we had a $100 recording yeah. deal with Spotify, that'd um, be pretty okay. But where we're located, uh, very low. Very low as far as the COVID goes and also as far as the, um, the other nonsense that's going on in the oh, U.S. Geez, right now. Yeah. So everything crazy, we're, we're on the low end of it where we are. So we're just, we're here. Um, so a couple things. It's just Evan and I today. We don't have a guest. So we're going to kind of revamp and and give our unfiltered thoughts on the last three episodes and what we learned uh, now that we we don't have the uh, <laughs> the, uh, the developers hanging over <laughs> yeah, our yeah. heads. We can be honest. Um, and uh, so a little, so a little uh, let's do a little housekeeping. Um, if you guys haven't been to our website, thefifthtrooper.com, we have tons of cool uh, custom stuff that we're selling right now we we have six by four mats we we have a lot of star wars legion custom uh stuff but we're actually going to be building that out we got more custom stuff for other games coming up that i'm working on right now we're actually going to have a full retail store soon too where we're going to be selling products uh hopefully products that we've been talking about right so you can hear us talk about something like bolt action or conflict 47 and then hopefully we'll have it on our store so you can try it and and see if you're interested if you are interested um in particular we're going to start doing warlord games here soon so if you're a warlord games fan if there's stuff that you want to get and you want to buy from us send us an email contact at the fifth trooper.com and we'll we'll try to get it up on the store yeah so we're hoping to get uh, uh you know we're making c mats uh, yeah, down the road, um, we're we're still prototyping them more yep. or less. Um, we're close. We're close to pre-orders for um, sure. So we, you know, all their sea games like they have uh, black sails, they have uh, cruel seas, um, victory at sea. Yeah. Um, and so once we get uh, more familiar with like what mat sizes we like, we can we can do those. Also works with like oak and iron, but so we're trying mm-hmm. to like we want to make sea mats because we think it's cool and we don't yeah. see many out there, right? Yeah. Uh, I but think, we also want to make sure the games are fun. Yeah, so, we, <laughs> right, so worth doing. We have eight new designs coming out in three by three format. Four are going to be space for the X Wing or the other space based three by three games. Um, four are going to be water based ocean. Um, and really, I you know I think you could use them for oak and iron, which we've talked about. Yep. You could use them for what you were just saying yep. from Warlord Games. But also, uh, you know, we were even thinking like some of the water ones for Legion, for example. You could build a Camino. Um, yeah, that was actually a really cool idea. Uh, yeah. I think uh, uh, Endless, yeah, brought it up, and he's like, "Well, you could just put like building trains on it and then make Camino." Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess you could. Like, I didn't, you know, that's a good idea. Yeah, so we're going to expand there. So if you are an X-Wing fan or Oak and Iron or, and you're looking for some good mats, probably within the next couple of weeks, we will have those up for pre-order. So that's pretty cool. Um, also, you know, we don't talk about it much, uh, but I thought I'd bring it up. So we, we have a Patreon. Um, we have multiple different reward levels. And generally what we do is we, uh, you know, we're doing laser cut tokens now. And so generally what we do is we usually give away whether it's all art or like um, uh, unique kind of giveaways, you know, like we're doing uh, surge tokens for Legion 
that are actually Surge Cola tokens yeah, uh, this yeah. this June for this quarter. But we also open up, so we have a bunch of Legion tiers because a lot of our listeners, uh, we all started in Legion, and that's where the podcast was yep. before. But we're also opening up a couple tiers of just general gaming tokens too. So yeah. you know, I think, and you're probably asking yourself, well, how are you going to decide? Well, I think a lot of games have wound tokens, so that's a good one. Yeah, like general things you can use for yeah. anything, right? A lot of games have victory tokens, so there's yeah. another one. You know, I think there's a lot of things you can you can do that are you know. I know AEG. Um, they used to do. I think they still do. They used to do what's called uh, the black box every Black Friday, and it would come with like four or five games in this box, like little card games or, or whatever. It would also come with generic tokens. Yeah. And I never understood the need because I played board games, but I wasn't really into them at the time when I was buying those. Uh, until like you just run to like you just need counters. Yeah. And you just want to use like, uh, man, when uh, uh, gosh, the card game that's uh, every deck you buy is original. That we played for a while and then we kind of stopped. Keyforge? Yeah, Keyforge. Man, <laughs> wow, that took me. Everyone was buying uh, Pokemon Energy to use for yeah, keys, right? right? Like, it's cool to have different tokens yeah. to do different things with. Wow, I can't believe Keyforge blocked out so hard on me. Dude, that's... I get it because that game sucks. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, we we loved that game, but I think what happened, I think what I think we when we talked about it early on, what happened to the game is exactly what we expected to happen. It just kind of dried up because it's like, all right, so I got to spend. 10 bucks to buy a new deck like every every time i want to like get better at this game like that seems yeah, crazy it the the pre-made you know coming with what you own scene is not what i like about the game yeah um i like the go just buy a pack in the tournament and play with what you got that's still my favorite Though, yeah um version. we did that at uh uh packs unplugged yeah, packs unplugged that so was a blast that was two years ago? i think so yeah it two, was two years two years ago packs unplugged uh, we went, we were a fledgling Legion podcast at yep. the time, and uh, we we uh, we went and we played a bunch of pods where Keyforge had just come out. Mm -hmm. You paid, what was it, 10 bucks, 11 bucks. Yeah. You got the deck, you got in the pod, and if you won, you got a bunch of tokens. Like, yeah. that, to me, was what made that game fun, yeah. like what you're saying. Yeah. Not this, and then when I came home, I was like, I want to play more Keyforge, yeah. and I kept dumping money into this. I'm like, this deck sucks, this deck sucks. Like, yeah. I couldn't get any good decks, and then it turned out like, Two of the decks that I bought when we were playing those pods were the best decks I've ever had. And I was just <laughs> like, all right, well, you know, so I think for me, a game like that in the competitive scene is successful with those pods, not with like. Yeah, I mean, uh, I get liking it. I just uh, like I bought one and I opened up and had two time travelers in it in the original. I'm like, oh, oh my God, I don't want to touch this card. Like, I'm going to sell it. I never did. Like, you know, I'm just like, this is going to be worth some money. Some well, I mean, yeah, I remember right before the second set came out. Four Horsemen was a big deal. Right? Oh, yeah, yep. And, and somebody had two Four Horsemen. Yeah, and then the second set what? came out, and I remember one of the stores was uh, locally was like, hey, you know, we got a like a box of the old set to, I think it was Jeremy and I, yeah. and they were like, hey, we'll sell it to you for like, I think it was like 30 or 40% off. So we bought the box, and then each of us got like three hor Four Horsemen deck, and I was oh, like, geez. wait a second. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't as good as I thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. So let's uh, let's let's travel back in time. So about three weeks ago, okay, we did Oak and Iron yep. with Mike Tunez from Firelock Games. Uh, we have played a bunch of games since. Yep, uh, I've played. Uh, when I say a bunch of games, I've played one. You've played a bunch, right? Yep. Um, what do you think of the game? Um, so I'm gonna do. I'll do uh, first impressions and then afterthoughts. Uh, first impressions, um, really good. Like it's fun. It's quick. 
Um, the buy-in's low uh, from entry game. Reminds me of X-Wing, yep. except uh, more accessible, uh, just because you don't need to buy as much. Um, it, the box comes with a ton of terrain, the mats, pretty much everything you need. Um, the dice system works well. It seems overall pretty balanced. I haven't found, uh, you know, our buddy Bushman's really uh, trying to, mm-hmm. to dig in to find, like, the best, you know, flutes seem to be the hot thing right <laughs> yeah, now. But yeah. uh, overall, uh, I, I like it a lot because it gets me that X-Wing fix, but yeah. it's just, like, more chill. Yeah. If that makes sense? Like, there's a lot less, like, um, like, new players, if you make a mistake, it's probably not as punishing. Because in X-Wing, if you don't know what you're doing and then you made a move and you fell into my kill box and your ship just evaporates like that can feel bad uh when this like it's probably not gonna happen like that um yeah i felt like uh so my my game uh, the one game i played played on tts uh, so so uh mike and team over at firelock they actually built their own tts yeah, mod cool. so it's all their stuff which yeah. is great um and it's free i played against david he is on our Legion podcast, which is the Notorious Scoundrels. So if you're mm-hmm. if you're new to us and you like Legion, we do have a Legion exclusive podcast called the Notorious Scoundrels. Uh, so David's one of the co-hosts there, but he and I played, and he had already played a few games. He's in there. They have a league going yeah. on yeah, uh, that Firelock cool. yeah. put on and is supporting. Super cool. Yeah, um, and he's been playing in that league. So it was my first game. It was his third or fourth at that time, and I felt like I had no idea what you came yeah. on. You kind of started getting us going so that we could learn how to play. Um, and like, it was funny because I had no idea what I was doing. I just picked some stuff. I was like, Oh, these big ships look good. I'll play them. And I played Spanish and I was doing really well for barely understanding. So I feel like it's a game that if you've played games before, like X-Wing or small venture games or any, any miniature games, like you, it's easy. Like you're going to, you're going to pick it up. Now, uh, my, my gripes or nitpicks would be yeah. um, rulebook can be hard to figure out where specific things are. Okay. Um, I wish I had a glossary yep. in the back for keywords because keywords are at the beginning of each chapter. Yeah. But sometimes it it just the way I guess I think or Bush were like, we're both trying to go through the rulebook to figure out where we're supposed to be, what's going on. There's a couple things that feel a little bit fiddlier than I want them to be. A couple rule interactions um, that can be kind of confusing. Uh, like overall, I do like the game uh, and right, it's... It's rules and they can things change, man. It's easy to change rules. Yeah, so you know, we're we obviously have our own Discord that we all talk as a company in, and uh, John has brought Bushman has brought this up a few times, and I think part of it is we're coming at it from a tried, tested, completely like full OP like game like Legion and X Wing, yep. right? That have been Legion not so long, but X Wing for a while. And I, we're coming at it from this, like, okay, well, what's the rule? Like, where's yeah. the FAQ? Where's yeah. the, and what well, I think the understanding has to be is, all right, they're a little bit new to this. Oh, no, yeah. I and mean, it sounds like they're taking in, you know, we're part of their Facebook groups and stuff. And Mike is always on there interacting. So it sounds like they're going to take all that feedback in and update the rules. That's actually, it. that's a good point. Um, that it's super cool that he interacts with the yeah. group. And he, like, when there's rules, questions, he'll jump in. Um, and he's even come across some stuff. He's like, I, what? You know, it's like, what do you, what do you mean <laughs> this happened like that? Uh, uh, and yeah, there was one where he's like, I don't understand how that happened. Yeah, like, yeah. well, I was going this way, they were going this way, and like almost and like Top Gun. It doesn't ruin the experience for me, but that's just like a um, a guy like my. If I had one piece of advice, would be like, um, rulebook could use a little like mm-hmm. uh, maybe streamlining a glossary even or a, a good like a a bunch in the back of um, like 
uh, freak a fact. Like, yeah. what happens if this and this happens kind of thing. Yeah. So you can just do that. But that's just more or less my... Because the game hasn't been even out. You didn't even get to be out because the right, coronavirus corona, hit, right, yeah. hit before it came out. Well, so Yeah, and I think, right, people are still just getting their Kickstarter, right? So Yeah, like it's, you know, so it's an early gripe. And yeah. every game I've ever played has never... <laughs> the rule book has changed drastically over the course of playing it. So I'm not like... Right. I'm not... It's, I'm not holding it against it, but that's just my initial like. Yeah, you I, might have the same issue. I mean, I, I think they could benefit from a living document uh, similar to the Legion rules reference that's just online, and they yep. update it every couple months. And I, out of all the things um, I don't like that FFG does, that's one of the things I've always liked about Legion is they just have a living document, and then. Uh, the only thing, uh, and then they have the FAQ, but that always seems weirdly separate. And I think they need to learn how to combine those two things. Yeah. But if for Firelock, if there's any like advice I would give as far as this, and I think they have a good base for moving this into an OP structure so that they can they can go to tournaments and start tournament structure for like all these big events is uh, create a living uh, document that updates the rules. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like I think uh, Legion one updates like every six months or something. Well, and they have, they have the starter like rule book, which yep. is what Firelock has mm-hmm. for Oak and Iron. Great. Yeah. Okay. But then have an online PDF only living document that you update every, every couple months yep. when you find out new stuff. Right. Yeah. I think that'd be my only, uh, like I grant, I haven't played. I've played a lot of the the core set. Yeah, I haven't grabbed any of the uh, ships of the line yet. Um, mostly I a, have some. We yeah, play <laughs> after this. <laughs> yeah, also true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, mostly a because they're just uh, right. The game came out. Yeah, immediately. So it's uh, and I didn't know about it honestly. So I didn't do the Kickstarter. I didn't you know. Um, so once I get my hands on those, I'll have a better idea of like yeah. what a big game is. But honestly, the little small like skirmish games, uh, they're fun, man. Like yeah. Also, okay, so outside of the game, uh, from a business perspective, I think this will be something we can do for everyone we talk to. We'll talk about the game structure and then the business structure. Yeah. Uh, so from a business structure, I have found they're very responsive. Uh, their shipping is really good yeah, and yeah. fast. Uh, we have ordered a number of their their core sets for, uh, you know, we had a giveaway. Plus, we had Dustin, our guy. Um, so we have a guy that paints for us. So yep. you can check on our YouTube channel. He'll he'll we're going to do how to paints for some of the games that we talk about. Uh, but, you know, I sent Dustin a core set. Their shipping has been phenomenal. Turnaround fast gets where it needs to get. So that has been great. Yeah, um, I found even during like we interviewed them and started ordering stuff from them during coronavirus. No interruptions like that's yeah. been wonderful. Yeah, it's been really good. Uh, and so from a business perspective, I've really liked interacting with them, um, not as a podcaster, but as a as okay. a, just a consumer. Yeah, yeah. So that's been great. Uh, it sounded like when we interviewed Mike and even after the interview, kind of talking to him, sounds like they know what they're doing as far as the business is going. Yeah. They're very encouraging from from that perspective. Yeah, eventually we're going to have to get into um, uh, Blood and Plunder, their, yeah. uh, uh, their other, you know, their, their miniature scale yeah, game. Yeah. Uh, and so I'll be excited to see, like, I keep, we keep looking at the two-player starter after he got off. Like, yeah. oh, man, maybe we get, <laughs> and then we're like, well, we could play we could play the miniature game and then when they're out to sea we could play oak and iron and we could right. have a sea battle like yeah. it was just I'm like oh, okay we got to <laughs> well, we it's, like it's funny cuz the same back. the same thing kind of happened with warlord games which we can transition yeah. to in a second but i personally me personally i i just don't care about historically accurate anything like i just don't um i love the history channel and i love learning about stuff but like <laughs> well, i don't want to play a game that's historic like i just yeah. don't care no that's fair i love old history channel uh, right. i don't really care about <laughs> uh, how many aliens aliens build the yeah, pyramids yeah, yeah. right now um, um 
so so like that was my only kind of hesitation and and even a little bit with um like i said i've played one game i've been active in the groups and like listening and and chatting with people but like you know i think uh i just don't care enough if what way flags are going on the ships like i just don't care like i just want to play the i'm more in it for the game right you know it's funny because i i enjoy the so you know, it's funny when we're talking about it and he's talking like, yeah, we tried to keep the how this works very accurate. And we're like, yeah, like Sea of Thieves. He's like, no, nothing like Sea of Thieves. He's like, yeah, you get in your ship, you ram them and you jump. Up. He's like, no, stop that. You know, yeah, we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so like, it's funny that uh, like, it, but that's what what's really cool about the game is you can take it just as like a, hey, I want to just have fun yeah. pirate time. Or you can dig into it and be like, oh, this is the Spanish Sixth Fleet. This, right, you know, right. they have this guy's or captain. He really existed. Like you can, you can get as much out of it as you want to. Um, in that kind of aspect of like historically accurate, um, same thing like Warlord. Like you can play Blood Red Skies, which is just like uh, World War Two dogfighting, um, just as a dogfight game. You're like cool, or you can be like, this is my 56th Airborne, you know, uh, a Hellcat squadron fled by <laughs> yeah. this pilot. You know, and you right. could you could do that, and it's it doesn't detract from the other guy. It only enhances like oh who like you can create cool conversations like. Oh, who was that? Oh, this guy shot down this many enemy pilots. Right. Like you can do cool stuff with it. So, it's it's okay that you don't. You know, like you you just you want to play the game and just have fun with it. Yeah. But I feel like if you do, there's just more content for you that you can kind of oh like, for sure and kind of root around in. Well, and I think it gets that niche right. Like yeah. it's so like hey I uh, and Star Wars does this right. So this is why FFG <laughs> my historically accurate Star Wars. Well, games. Yeah. this is why <laughs> FFG is successful with their all their Star Wars branded IP is because. You can take a guy who's 60 years old, who's never played a board game in his life, and you'd be like, it's Star Wars. And he's like, sold, right? Yeah, like, right. hard sell. Like, I'm in. Um, and I think the same thing happens. Like, there's a ton of people who are very uh, interested and um, love, you know, anything about World War II or Korea or, yeah. you know, or any of these major wars. Love, you know, tanks and knowing yep. about tanks and do and, and Treadheads. Right. Yeah. Um, and you can get somebody who's never played a board game in their life, and then you're like, "Here you go. Here's here's bold action." They're like, "Yep, I'm in." Right, and so yeah. that's the good part of it. But someone like me, I'm that's fine. I'm yeah. just more of a fa- like, and so now transitioning Warlord Games. When we were talking to John from Warlord Games, like, I, as I was doing the research for them, you brought them up to me. You know, I had heard you talk yeah. about bold action. I didn't. I've never really gotten into them before, but I was like looking at Conflict Forty Seven, cool. which is like. <laughs> Command and Conquer Red Alert, yeah, if yeah. anybody knows that old game. And I was just like, oh my God, this is, this is when I want to play. <laughs> get, like, uh, so right. Werewolves and Zombies <laughs> and like mechs. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God. So Conflict is uh, World War II based. So any of the bolt action figures work in Conflict. Yeah. Um, but also there's like the Germans get like werewolves and vampire kind of creatures. And the Americans get Tesla tanks and yeah. uh, mecha kind of things. And. Uh, Germans get like werebears and like it's <laughs> yeah. it's it's interesting because you can take what I like about that system is you can take all the just the normal troops out and play bolt action just have like a bolt action 2.0 have a World War Two ghost quick about the same time as Legion or you can put it into conflict and you're actually getting and uh, John had mentioned one other game you can use like your so you buy one squad of American Marines and they can work in three games yeah so you don't have to buy like it's almost like Kill Team and 40K, where like it's kind of nice if you have some painted Marines. You go, oh, I could go here, and they could, I get two games out of this. Um, so the fact that you can get so much and like a thing of Marines is like forty bucks for like thirty-two miniatures or something. So you get quite a bit of like quite a bit of run out of that. Yeah, it's interesting, right? I think um, from what it sounded like, they're just a bunch of uh, 
old games workshop dudes that you know weren't happy with how that stuff was happening or whatever and and they went over to Maybe create their own that. game right that's cool and uh yeah so so they've that uh we haven't played now evans talked about bolt action before we talked about playing it you know we haven't played any of the games yet um we're working on getting some in stock yeah you and i haven't no. yeah right yeah. um and so you know we're gonna work on getting those in and play those but uh you know we like i said we're gonna start reselling some of their stuff they got a good reseller program and so business-wise dealing with them has been fantastic um very responsive very open to you know um telling you about the product john sounded like an amazing dude you've had Sounds really good experiences I see with john him. at every event yeah. and um i you know i see a lot of reps at a lot of events and normally i spend most like at nova you, you've got time to kind of walk around and talk to people in gen con and you see the same people the same places right and uh I'm always surprised that he remembers me because uh, okay, I'm just like, I, to me, I'm just like another guy you right. know, who shows up and was like, oh, I like World War II stuff. Yeah. Can you, you know, uh, but John's a super cool guy. If you ever meet him, uh, say hi to him. But yeah, he uh, man, like, you know, we showed up to um, the conflict. I met John. I said the story right, but just to water it down a little bit. I met him three years ago at Nova and I. I painted, I bought and painted, well, half painted. I couldn't get it done in time. Uh, a K forty seven army to play in the the uh, Nova event. And I'm like, so I ran to him, like sweating. I'm like, oh, I didn't get it all done. Can I still play, sir? And he's like, yeah, cool, man, whatever. Just and so it was like me and three other guys, only people signed up for. It. And we that was the best event I've ever been to because we we all bought a pizza and so we're eating pizza. Uh, we're at Nova. You can discreetly drink, and so we're drinking and playing uh, Conflict forty seven for like six hours. And, like, it was, like, the chillest day because no one really cared. Because, like, it, there was, like, the best. So it was funny because there was uh, three of us. And there's a, one was, uh, his, he had a team of British, but they were Australian-themed. So they're all Aussies. So he had a whole Aussie army. A guy had a German army, like, werewolves. And I just had whatever I bought, my British stuff. So each of them won, like, best allied, best access. And I got best, like, sport for coming in. So <laughs> and so how the what I didn't understand in the game is it, it plays very similar to Legion, where there's activations. Like, you build how many activations you have, and you put those dice in the bag. And I'm used to Legion, so I brought, like, 11. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, 10 or 11. I'm like, this is fine. Yeah, that's that's a lot for Legion. And one guy brings 16, one guy brings 18 activations, and you dump all of your dice in a bag, and you shake them up, and you pull out a die, and if it's yours, you get to take an action. So I'm like, oh, my God, I'm never going to get turned. But what <laughs> happened was, unfortunately, mine, like, shifted all the top, so I pulled all of mine out. And so all of my guys went before they did. And so then I just got chewed apart and they were like, and it was, you know, I was, I was like, it was like platoon, you know, just like watching my guys get ripped apart. But like, I had a good time because I didn't care. Like I knew I wasn't right. going there to, I was just having fun. And, uh, but that was like one of the best events I've ever been to because it was just so chill. Like I, I, I miss war games like that where it's just kind of whatever. Yeah. It's interesting. So I've talked to, we talked to John and then behind the scenes, I've talked to a number of other people over there. Uh, they're all super enthusiastic about the games and yeah. about uh, the community. And so that was kind of my whole thing that I, I, I got from them was that like the enthusiasm seems to run through all levels of their company, yeah. which was which is really cool to see. Uh, yeah, it's, you know. it's refreshing. Yeah. Right? Like, hey, they actually uh, they they enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and that's that's you, you run to like a lot of like take uh, you know any big video game company and like sure uh, some people do but you, you always get the feeling that like eh, they don't right? right it's a job and they're just putting out a product but when you get these guys like care about it because it's wh how they make their living right 
Um, and so it's always refreshing to get like that energy back. Cause like, I really like it. Right. I wouldn't have bought it if I didn't. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, yeah. Same th- Like, so when I go like, and it's always fun to hit that other per like you can tell when reps, again, I've been to a lot of shows. So you go to a rep and you can tell they're hired. They're not, they don't work for them. Yeah. They work, they hired a company to rep the game. They got to run down how to play it. So they'll do a demo for you. And that's all they can really, yeah, Hey man, I get it. Like that's, I a hundred percent get it. But when you meet someone like John or you meet, um, the guys from Anvil 8, who we'll talk to next, uh, we'll talk about next, uh, like Brian and Aaron, like they, it's them. Like that's right. them, right? And you, anytime you talk to them, you really feel the excitement. Like they throw that energy back at you about how much they like it. Right. And that's cool. And where sometimes those reps that they hire, they're just kind of like, eh, here's your demo, keep going. You know, right? Yeah. Like you don't it was, feel it. Right. It was really interesting. So like Warlord's a bigger company uh, comparatively to like Anvil 8 yeah, or, yeah. F- or Firelock games. And, uh, I talked to a couple of their reps and like half of our conversation, like, okay, like I expect the sales guy pitch, right? Like, yeah. oh, come buy our stuff. But half of the conversation they were, we were talking about the inner, the podcast, but then we were talking about like conflict 47 and he's like, oh man, let me tell you, I got this one guy and I painted him like this and then I played him like this and we were doing this. And then we like, we talked for like an hour about something completely not like just about yeah. the game in general and playing. And then I met this guy and he was super cool. Like, so I just enjoyed all, every interaction I've had with yeah. them has been fantastic. Yeah. So, so it's uh it's Warlord's a company that I didn't know about. Um, when I started getting into miniatures, because I, I knew FFG uh, just because I had X-Wing right. and I liked Star Wars. So that's why I got in. And then uh, I went to one of our local shops at 40K. And, uh, you know, on our we do a, um, a 40K podcast called CZ Initiative on our channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Bailey mostly runs it. Uh, he's very competitive. But uh, actually, the one coming up, we've got uh, TJ, who's a big uh, Anyway, that's just it's interesting to hear like, right. the high level guys play. But yeah, um, so we got into 40K and that's where I met a lot of people. And so I started getting into it and I was like, yeah, this is fine. Like, I like it. I don't, I'm not really, I wasn't attached to space Marines right. or aliens as yeah. I was to star Wars and Legion hit. And I'm like, Oh, that's it. Here we go. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's 40 K, but something I can more identify with that I enjoy. Uh, and so, but in my town, that was it. You either played 40 K or you played FFG games and that was it. Yeah. You couldn't get anything else. And so when I go to these big events and I see like, Dust Tactics, Wild West Exodus, Arena Rex. I'm like, what? You know, I go to these games. I'm like, I talk to the reps. I'm like, I really want to buy this and bring this home. I'm like, cool, let me sign you up. I'm like, but I can't because no one will get it. You know, like there's nowhere to buy it. So right. you sure you can order everything online and that's that's fine. But if it, it, it's hard to sell to get someone else because I, I want to buy two armies tops and then bring it and then somebody can go, wow, I really like this. I'll buy my own army and play with you. I'm like, cool. And so you, that's how you build that. That community, right? It sucks when you have to buy everything to get everyone to play with you. Yeah. And then they're like, well, I want to buy it right now. And I'm like, eh, online, I guess. And like, I get it. Not every shop can carry everything. But yeah. our town was very, um, we used to have a GW shop here. Then it closed. Uh, uh, that's why we have like a big community yeah. for it. But it's, that's why like getting to see all these other things is really cool to me. Cause I wish I knew they, they were there. Cause maybe I would have just gone to bolt action or something. Right. Yeah. And I think the, oh, we just have, we just have an odd community as well. Yeah. Like, like a, they're very tribal. And so it's, yeah, actually, yeah that's you know, a, it's, you know, and I, I like them all. It's just like they, there's, there's a 40 K night at our shop and you only play 40 K there. Right. The tables are all for them. And then we have our star Wars night and that's now like Warhammer, Age of Sigmar yeah, and yeah, it's X-Wing kinda, and it's Legion and 
what were those other guys playing there for? Uh, oh, uh, the other Warhammer, the board game. The, oh, uh, the one you play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 kind of became uh, like the catch-all. Uh, oh, Friday's the catch-all night, and it's like, no, no, no. This is Legion night, and it's yeah. like, no, it isn't. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it like, stinks. It's uh, it stinks because like I, me as a gamer, I. I would hate to walk in somewhere and if I had a buddy and I just want to go to the shop and play and then not be able to play there. Mm. Like, so I'm usually on, on Friday nights, you know, someone comes in and they say, do you have a table? I'm like, yeah, we'll make one, you know, we'll figure it out. We'll make sure you get to play here. We'll get a new one out. Right. Um, cause I never want some, but we have so many people for like 40 K that they have to have their own night. Yeah, like, of course. But it also stinks. Like sometimes I'd like to go and just like play Legion on a Thursday. Right. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I think part of the problem too is, uh, you a lot of these places have a staff where they they play the one particular like they play Legion, uh, they play Legion themselves or they do this themselves or you know what I mean yeah. and then so now the whole store is just focused on that oh, right yeah, and yeah. it's like all right man like I mean that's how a lot of magic stores survive like the owner yeah, plays and they right. want to do a store so like I don't uh I don't begrudge anybody but I also I wish, do yeah <laughs> I begrudge I everyone I'm mad but uh I wish there was um. Either a more space, so we wouldn't have to have like particular yeah. nights because we just don't have that much space, or uh, just like I wish we had a miniature gaming shop. That's my big thing because we yeah. have a comic shop that sells games. Well, and that right. Game is well, we so yeah. I mean, so you have pro. It's so funny because you have all these different. Pro- we have three basically shops in in our area. One is the one that we frequent, which is more of a comic store that's begrudgingly doing miniatures now, yeah. right? And 40K and Warhammer yeah. mostly, uh, with a little Legion sprinkled to the side. And then you have an X-Wing. But then you have that other place that's huge play areas, yeah. huge play areas, but the staff and the owners suck and they like don't care. And yeah. they just, you know, and they're more focused on like cards cards you know which okay but then they have all this great they did for a while have all these board games and great stuff but then they're like in this weird location that nobody can park at like it's just this random place and then you have the other place that's is more of like a everything like they have board games they have toys but they're more toys and it's just yeah so it's just a weird we're in this weird area where there's no like we don't have like a, a just games in Rochester from Rochester or Millennium yeah. or right. somewhere where it's got like Millennium's got the thing where they're like they're just so big they have such a big player it doesn't really matter you'll find right. room because unless they're like running a Grand Prix or something for like well Yu-Gi-Oh. like we've well, we've played Legion tournaments there and they've also had Yu-Gi-Oh or Magic or something going on as well right oh, it's packed yeah, yeah so like that's they they but, a, but we were comfortable yeah yeah that's fair yeah. I didn't feel uncomfortable like I felt it, yes it was yeah. It was for sure packed, yeah. but like I didn't feel like, oh no, I can't yeah. move. No, it was just like, just... oh, excuse me, dude. Like, I, and yeah. even at when we played just games, they had we had the big RPQ going, they had magic going at those other tables, but we still had plenty of room yeah. to play. Yep. You know, it was just a little cramped, but uh, anyway. So yeah, uh, so that's that's that. So uh, and for late, yeah, um, super cool guys. Like yeah. the, the word they he used the word boutique. Uh, for the, like and that makes sense right it's like yeah. hey we make a very uh niche specialized game um that has a very specific audience that would like this and yeah. it's cool man like uh you know i could keep mentioning cyberpunk comparison to it but yeah yeah, yeah. like there's not really a uh there are there's like infinity it was it's wrong. like a weird uh mix between like shadow run and like, net runner yeah yeah it's cool like i think it's super cool and uh 
you know, we're looking to get some some games of it on. Yeah, we uh, eventually we'll get some when we t- we're, we got a lot of backlog of stuff. Like it's it's getting a little like yikes about how much yeah. we got to get get out. And yeah, there's and, like literally uh, in my game area in the house. We, there's just stacks of games. So we're like, yep, we got to play that. Yep, we got to play yeah, that. Geez. Yep, we're going to play this. Like it's and it's like you know it's funny because it comes to the point where like. I'm playing it because I just need to know how it is more than I like. I want to <laughs> a couple of them, right? I was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But Envelope's uh, uh, super cool. Um, super nice guys. Their game is like it plays on a three by three. Uh, mm-hmm. You move like if check out their website and they have the um, they have like a they play you through a couple rounds of it. Yeah. And it you're, you're changing the board. It's like dynamic terrain. Yeah, it's really uh, interesting. And being able to jump around and it's the factions are cool. They're all pretty like awesome looking. Overall, like it's a game that. I wish more people knew about. Um, well, that's why we're here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I hope so. I, I wish because it's such a cool idea, and the buy-in's pretty low. I, my, I know I keep mentioning buy-in, but like, I'm down with a game. If mm-hmm. I can, let's say, because the core core box is like 70, 80 bucks, mm-hmm. and you split it with a buddy, so you're forty in, and mm-hmm. then you maybe buy more of the faction that comes with it, or or a faction you want, yeah. and then you're not even like really breaking maybe one hundred and twenty bucks. And I know that. It's a lot of money, but also it's not because right. a legion like you can't really get a functioning eight hundred point army for one hundred twenty because you have to buy a corset. Yeah, buy two corsets. Yeah, you got to buy two, then you're there, and that's not even what you really yeah. may want to play. Um, whereas with that that game, that you, you get everything. Like there's every unit you can find for like in there, um, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, I think uh, you know, and this isn't a this isn't a complaint, just an observation mostly is that. I don't know that it, I didn't get the feel like it would scratch that like competitive itch though. I feel oh. like it's more of a like okay. So the other games, the other two, uh, Oak and Iron, yeah. and then and then the you know any of the Warlord games. Yeah. That's all competitive. Like they sure. with yeah. competitive in yeah. mind. Even though Oak and Iron just came out, they've already started developing OP structure. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they they had competitive in mind. They're like yeah. this is gonna be not just casual but competitive. So with Ethereum, it was just it sounds more like it's it's not gonna be a competitive game, it's just a casual like Yeah, it can be. It um, can be, but I No, I mean can I be don't to your see point. It. Um yeah. I I need to play it more because I've played it a couple times and like uh you never really grasp the full game. Yeah, that's you know true. when you when you give it a couple of shots and uh, I played it a couple of times. I'm like each time I play, I'm like yeah, man, I remembered why I like this game. Um, I think it it has the legs to be is the thing like because it's so small, so big a thing mm-hmm. for casual game for competitive games that I think for, that make X Wing did really well because a you only need a three by three, your buy in's pretty low, and the rules are pretty like. And time to play. Time to play is yeah. an hour and a half, right? Then that does all that. Mm. Um, like again, I'll have to check out like some forums or Reddit or see if there's like a, you know, like a uh, uh, the meta, if True. you will. Like, I, I I could be completely wrong. I just no. I mean, well, like, in my look, limited right? research, yeah. I was like, eh, I don't see that. But that's okay, right? Like not um, every game needs to be. Not every game needs yeah. to be competitive. That and that's why I was saying it's not a complaint. It's no, just an sure. observation. I, like I need to play it a lot, right? And I can give like a good. But I know. The units are cool, and the fact, like you know, I was joking. It's like uh, uh, they're like, yeah, when a unit dies, uh, you how you uh, pick your activations is you put them in you take your deck of cards with each one of your units on it, and then you put how you want to activate them face down. Yeah, and then when one dies, it gets removed from the system, so the server has more free space so it runs smoother so you get to your better units faster i'm like as a as an it guy i understand they're not <laughs> running crm and yeah. outlook server on the same right like it's so i i kind of maybe uh, i'm a little like i think it's interesting how well they've like kind of hit some of the like how it feels but uh 
Um, they even do like a pen and paper for it, mm-hmm. which is I want to give that like an actual trial of the group because yeah. that sounds cool because it sounds like a yeah, it's interesting. So I I have like a I'm like a fifty fifty on it as far as my interest level, yeah. uh, and because it's I that cyberpunk game that's coming out, the video game yeah. I'm really interested in, right? But it's a video game, and yeah. so it's just the futuristic like yeah sure interests me um but then when it was more like oh it's all inside a computer i was kind of like okay all right i guess like so i have to play it a couple yeah, times you, so in that kind of thing you have to think in that world that yeah, is reality right right so you're just this is where you exist now right and when uh aaron was explaining like the rpg to us and he's like i don't know can you do that and i'm like no, I don't like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, where's not, my rules? Yeah, yeah. Not that I don't like the game. Yeah. Sorry, I just was like, um, and but it's funny though because the first time I ever played Pathfinder, um, we had a really good GM, and I was just like, "Well, I want to do this. Well, I want to do this." He's like, "Listen, man, there's like rules here. Like, you know, yeah, like yeah. this isn't just." willy-nilly i'm like this is a fantasy game i want to be fantastic and like so you know uh but i came to appreciate that because then it's like oh okay so i can work within i have a box i'm boxed in of course but like i can be creative in that box right and then i found like when games are too open it's like um not for everyone but some sometimes people struggle with that because then they go like if if you have too many choices, <laughs> you get. I think you get like decision uh, analysis paralysis. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's interesting. So it's like I the beauty of D and D and Pathfinder for me is uh, bending and working the rules to make what I want to do happen. Yeah, not breaking them, but like, hey, this thing works with this, and this ability lets me unlock this. Like that's I enjoy that. But for like a more casual game, if you have somebody who hasn't played before, like to be. To be honest, if you have someone who's brand new to pen and paper and you sit them down and you put a D&D sheet in front of them, it's like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. Whereas like a game that's more like, well, what do you want to do? Well, I want to make a motorcycle. Like, okay, well, here, like, I got to look at the stat sheets and everything to give you like, a better yeah, thing. Yeah. But I like the, for a more casual group who's maybe like a better first impression to a pen and paper might be maybe. a more open one just so they can kind of like... Well- yeah, and I feel like uh, so so we also have another video series uh, called Recovered the Supplies, which is a Star Wars RPG. We follow the FFG, soon to be another company within Esmaday. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, the M- Edge of the Empire, really good system. Yeah, so super cool. Y- you have the rules of the of the universe, right? Like I feel like, and Aaron kind of talked about this a little bit too on with Anvilate, but like. Um, you got to have rules in the universe. Like yeah. what are like there's gravity, right? Yeah, That's yeah, a thing yeah. like the, you know, but I, I think you even need more defined rules, but you need to be open to be like, cause I felt like in Pathfinder, it was like, well, you can't do that. Uh, whereas in edge of the empire, it's like, uh, the, the GM and the players are kind of storytelling together yeah. in opposite to Pathfinder, where it's like the GMs, like he's the master, right? Like yeah. he is telling you what you can and can't do where, in in the I guess it's Genesis, right? But the yeah, Edge Genesis of the Empire system. system is like, um, well, explain to, like, okay, you got a triumph, which is basically like really good success, yeah. and it's like, what, well, what does that mean, like, to you? Like, yeah. what does your character do with with that? And su- that's you know, that's super fun. That's why I really like the Genesis system. Uh, when it yeah. first came out, I'm like, this is going to be big. I was looking at it because it's just like, it's there's nothing worse than D and D. Than like you know dying when you tie your shoes because you rolled a one right, right. like that, that's an extreme case but like you yeah. want to do like 
you know, you're you're the warrior. You're finally getting your chance to like use cleat. You you paid for cleave and great cleaves. So you're gonna yeah. just go through all these goblins. You need to get there, and you're the you, your time to shine, right? The wizard did his thing. The like rogue did his thing. You finally get to be cool, and so you like get your sword out and you hit the first goblin. You cool cleave, and then you roll a critical fail on the next. And then you roll another critical fail, and you throw your axe or you hit yourself. Right. And you're like, oh, that feels really bad. Well, you know, like Ugh. and sometimes Pathfinder and D and D can be very linear, where it's like. I attack this person, even though I obliterate him, nothing else happens. Where in, anyways, the way we play Edge of the Empire on on Recover the Supplies, it's like, okay, I was so successful and like double credit or triple credit that not only did I wipe this guy out, his buddy who's standing right next to him, like when I spun around and did my move with my vibro axe, I chopped him in half too. Like, you uh, know, it's more fast paced. Yeah. Um, and there's, there's, I understand why people like both. Uh, like I do like D and D can be real crunchy Yeah. and there's part of me who does really enjoy like making like a fine, I don't min max so much as I play some, like I want to be good with whips. You right. know, I'm just like, I'm going to make the best whip guy I can find. So you can do that right in D and D and have that full customization. And man, the amount of like modules you can buy at this point, uh, I mean, D and D has a, the in Pathfinder have the ability just to create whatever you want. Any pen and paper does really, right? You make your own story. But man, doing that, it's a lot of time. Anyone that's ever DM'd, it's like, I I got a job, I got a family. Like, it's hard yeah, for right. me to create yeah. engaging content, yeah. not just like, let's go through a dungeon. And so to be able to buy a module and play through that and like have like 10 more behind that, like, that's awesome. Like, yeah. I can't say enough for that. Whereas uh, Pathfinder, uh, Genesis Systems have that too. They have modules, but not like that the depth of library right um so it is more on like both players like you both want to tell the story together to make it interesting which is cool um they like i like them both i guess is my yeah i i'd like to see some sort i we're that's fine but uh i'd like to see some sort of elgamation of the both and maybe it exists so let us know if it does uh but where it's a little linear but then you also have some free like i've never felt in pathfinder i had a lot of freedom as a character once stuff started to happen Like once an encounter started to happen or once that, you know, I could choose who I attacked. I yeah. could use, choose what spells yeah. I use, but really you can affect the outside world other than that. You Nothing know? feels worse than like you're playing like four or five players. So getting to your turn takes a little while in combat. Yeah. And then like you, you attack and you miss. And you're like, oh, and it goes like all right yeah. around and like well, everyone's doing this cool stuff and you go to you and you're like, you attacked, you miss. Right, like, right, right. Oh. And like with Genesis, it's like, okay, I can use, okay, I didn't. I didn't hit the person, but I got like all these uh, uh, advantages, advantage, right? Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, as a group, I want to give my advantage to the, my next player. So he's going to get an extra die when he goes to attack, yeah. you know, I, like I, in the destiny system. Like I like these group systems where, okay, individually I miss, but I can help the group in another way. Yeah, I think that's cool. So. Like, I really like Genesis. I'll be interested to see what happens to that system. Yeah. If I, I mean, okay. Uh, I think um, so. There was just news. I uh, forgot the dude's name, but the okay. same guy who was in charge of it, FFG, just got hired back at Asthma Day to okay. be in charge of it under the new. Oh, gotcha. S- like a uh, uh, child company that they're starting. Luke Eddy had put it in a way for me uh, where he's like, a game's never dead if you keep playing it. Right. And, you know, because he just came and I'd been like, he had a, a Netrunner box. I'm like, yeah. oh, rip. Because they just like cut it like a couple months ago. He's like, oh, I still like playing it a lot. You just. Yep, that's it. And I'm like, well, like, you know what? 
Touche. You know, well, like was, you're, you're right, yeah. man. You, yeah, like that, that's correct. Well, you go to like Gen Con or something, and you'll see those booths with the guys that have the games that have been dead for 20 years, but people are like, I'll take a pack of that. I'll take a pack of that. And yeah. I'm like, what? And they're like, oh, yeah, I still have a whole group of people that play this game. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, you know, I, I wish I had a dedicated group who, like, look at Battletech, you know. Yeah. Um, so Catalyst, we kind of revived the series. Um, Battletech on PC is excellent if you get a chance to play it. Uh, but the like, it's kind of coming back. Like MechWarrior is kind of like hmm. making uh making its relevance back in the, you know, in the gaming community again. Yeah. Um, and there's been people playing BattleTech forever, and like I uh, went to Origins last year, and this guy had every model like on a wall. I was I was shocked because I I think I know BattleTech because right. I'm really into it. And I go and yeah. I'm like, yeah, can I get a Vulture? And he's like, which one? I'm like, uh, and he was like, do you want the Mad Dog? Do you want the Vulture? Do you want this variant? This variant? This variant? I'm like, uh, uh, listener. Yeah, I was yeah. like, will you just give me a Vulture? <laughs> uh, but like that guy, know. like there's such a community yeah. for this game that's not considered current because like, this was before Catalyst really right put it back in. That this guy has this like two walls of just nothing but skews of BattleTech models. I'm just like, you're like, yeah, man, it's all ton. People still love it. Yeah. And those models, to be honest, suck. Like they don't look great. The modeling's not super great uh the new catalyst stuff looks awesome yeah. uh but like it, they had that like that group you know like that they had the guy had enough business to keep going like that i'm like uh, that's cool yeah i mean it's it's truly interesting to me and and you know i think we're going to be exploring that uh in this new season of the fifth trooper podcast just all these great communities that are out there for games that maybe some of you who are listening don't know about uh and you know i wanted to leave on this point um i think we brought this up um i want to say it was with john but i really think like if you are listening to this and you're like hey i only play this one game or i'm you know i'm only a legion player uh what i would recommend is trying these other games because i think you can bring something back to the game that you play let's let's say it is legion you're only a legion player you're listening to us you're like i'm not really interested in these other games Give them a shot because I think you may be able to bring a tactic or like a new thought to Legion yeah. by playing these other games, right? And you may just be able to think outside of the box coming back to Legion because I think a game like Legion is not set, right? Like, yeah. so anything can be meta right now in yeah. Star Wars Legion. So maybe you need to venture out and see what else is out in the world, learn some new tricks and yeah. tactics and then come back to it well i mean it's a good point so i wish i knew about a lot of the stuff when i played when i before i bought in heavy into a couple of these games that yeah. I, I i do love legion but before i bought in heavy to 40k i wish i knew about some of these other games that were out there right because yeah. i much prefer uh bolt action or one of those other games to right to legion uh not legion um 40k 40k at the, at the yeah, time yeah, yeah, i yeah. did anyway um and i you know, I understand when people are like, hey, we kind of miss you guys talking about Legion. Like, I get it. Um, but, like, I I want folks who listen to... I mean, there's probably a lot of people out there who know about all these games. And yeah, they're just like, yeah, course. whatever, Evan. What are you, you know, what are you saying? Uh, welcome to the party. We've been here since 1990. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be here before you. We'll be yeah. after you. Yeah, right yeah, at yeah. you. Uh, but it's, it's, it's stuff I wish I knew about. Yeah. Because um, you might have a community that only plays Legion. And that's cool. And even if you don't buy into any of these games like we're not asking you to buy anything you know we're just we're just kind of talking about stuff right when mm-hmm. we talk about games um and you just it's just good to know right like hey man like you know maybe you have a friend who's like oh man i really like to play this but i don't really like star wars and you're like oh well there's vault action there's right well i like wild west oh there's wild west exodus it's like wild west with magic you know right. like oh that sounds cool like 
just opening yourself up to these. Yeah, and just giving it an opportunity. Yeah, right. Because like, man, every time I go to these, not everyone can go to cons. Right. Not everyone can go to cons. Like right. they're expensive. Yep. Like you're with hotel, travel, food. You're in a grand at least probably. Um, easy. Uh, and, you know, when you go to these, I, that's how I get exposed to a lot of stuff because that's just where I spend my vacation on. Um, and I wish I had someone could have talked to me about it. Like, right. hey, man, like and that's other stuff. And that's why we're doing this, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Is that we have opportunity to talk to these people. We have opportunity to go to these cons and see this stuff. And so we're going to come back and talk to you about it. And as we learn about new games or as we meet new people, we're yeah. going to bring them back to you. And, and just so you know what else is out there in the world. And playing all these games is fun, man. I like, yeah. uh, I, I get, uh, I get game ADD sometimes. Uh, there's been a yeah. few, I've, I've been actually surprised how long I've stuck with X-Wing and Legion. Like, and I'm still excited to play them. Like, man, if I can't wait for our store to open, even just get oh, my dude. Friday nights back I so know. I can start playing some games. I don't know. Just, like my random folks. God but, knows uh, when that's going to happen. Yeah. But yeah. I miss geez. it too. Uh, but, uh, you know, I just like, I like playing all the games, man. Like, even if I only ever get into skirmish, a yeah. lot of these, like I just buy like the starter and a couple things. Uh, and it's just like, man, I can get my, like I said about, uh, um, Oak and Iron that like my dad was like, Hey, yeah. Cause I love my dad. We're, we're very close, but <laughs> we don't share a lot in common. Yeah. Like he likes movie, like Wild West movies, World War II movies. He loves movies. I'm not really a huge movie dude, but I've watched a lot with him. But now I can be like, hey, let's play Bolt Action. This is the, uh, you know, uh, Band of Brothers set. We can right. play, like, we can right. kind of play that out. And he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, that sounds cool. Like, they can, they help me get, you know, a different group. Because not everyone likes Star Wars. Like, it's, to me, it's a hard yeah. sell sometimes. Uh, yeah. And I think, too, it's just, it's just good to... It's just good to take a break sometimes and like think about other stuff, you yeah. know, and then come back and appreciate never, <laughs> uh, you know, but then go, you know, go back and play, play a game of Legion. But like, oh yeah, this is pretty good. I only think about my four baby blue uh, aces, uh, uh, <laughs> rogue scouts. I need my, my four X wings, but uh, no, man, it's good. All right. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Uh, thank you for listening. If you have any questions or game suggestions that you want us to check out, yes, uh, please. Yeah, email us or contact us on Facebook or email us at uh, contact at the fifth trooper dot com. All right, everybody. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Stay red. Join us next week for another edition of the Fifth Trooper podcast. This has been a Fifth Trooper production.